Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 149. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. More whiskey for the wounds. I don't think that's how you heal wounds. I mean, you clean out the wounds. So how many wounds do you have still? Twelve. So you're still above half? Yeah. You have suffered more wounds than Imogen can (laughs) and still be conscious. Yep. Yeah, do give me a two purple resilience check, Lily, in the morning. Let's see how well she fares from this. One advantage. Yeah, you're pretty seriously hungover, so you have a black die. Uh-huh. Until you eventually get over that, and you have hazy memories. Uh, you remember calling Durian and trying to get Malorn to get a job with him. Imogen came in at some point. Durian maybe got some new work. <sighs> It's hazy, but yeah, you have a pretty serious hangover. I mean, at least if she has a hangover, it means she's not still drunk. There is that. But yeah, you you guys are up and ready to go in the morning. It's Zerg o'clock. Karax comes out. And are we ready to move on? I guess I go load up the stuff from Old Red, the supplies. Even though I'm hungover, I probably should do it because I probably deserve the pain. Yeah, and you look hungover. Yeah. Lee June has some, like, sweet tea in the morning with her breakfast. Oh, thank you for getting all those. Coming in late last night. You didn't even uh, hear you come in. Mm-hmm. Did you make two trips? Did I make two trips? Uh, to town. I, I thought you maybe come in, came in earlier and went back, got more stuff, came back. because You got in so late. Oh. No. Would you like a nice, fresh uh, glass of orange and sweet tea? Yeah, I mean, is there anything, like, greasy or anything to eat? Like, donuts or greasy donuts hash browns or something uh hash browns yes i think she can do uh sausage gravy <laughs> oh yeah yeah no you know what lily just sits down and has a breakfast with scrapple oh, yeah. God. this is not that this is biscuits and gravy oh yeah yeah no that's perfect now you're doing okay there mm. you look like you had a mess of run yeah drank too much drank too much looks like you got a y'all got Freshly stabbed there. Bandage over. She could hit out in the waist. Yeah. Hydralisk. Yeah, they're still out there. Glad you made it back all right, then. Still mighty dangerous. And I do appreciate the supplies. Uh, it'll keep me going for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Now your, your patient seems to be mostly recovering. Gotta be honest with you, I will not be sad to see him go. He is just... Even though they don't have mouths, I always feel like he's frowning. I think that actually makes Lily laugh. <laughs> Probably. Imogen comes in at this point. Smoothie in hand. She asks uh, Lee if she had any productive conversations with Carax. No, I did. He wasn't able to share, eh, answer all my questions. I should say he might have been able to, but he was not answering all my questions, which I understand. Uh, but yeah, I learned some interesting things. Might have some ideas I can eventually put together and make something work. But it's going to take me a little bit of time. So, I have a question for you, Lee. 
have you have you run your tests on that cerebrate sample we brought you all those months ago or sent it off to somebody who does that sort of research if you don't do it yourself i ran the test myself and i sent some of that data away to some some trusted folks who don't get to see all the pieces but can put the pieces back together give me back some uh, analyzed pieces and i can put it back together Yes, I was able to run some of the tests I needed. Now, why do you ask? These people you sent things to, they're researchers on Zerg things or infested things or what? Primarily Zerg-based researchers. Dominion invests quite heavily in that area, so there's a lot of lot of heads looking into that. I'll make sure no researcher gets to see the full piece, though. Ask for small little independent analyses, and I, uh... Pull that information back together. So I know you wanted those things because they're Queen of Blades specific, but you know I have an interest in other less prominent infested Zerg. That I do. What are you, what are you getting at? She pours you a glass of sweet tea. <laughs> My teeth hurt just looking at it. I have two vials of blood from two infested turns who are both still mentally cognizant and remember their former selves that are functioning now with them. Oh, that's, that's good to hear that they're still themselves after a fashion. So if you know a way that these could be useful for figuring out if there's any way to reverse the process, I trust that you are able to do things discreetly. And I know you have a network of people that you work with. That's all stuff that I lack. But what I do have is the samples. Are you making a negotiation, you think, here? Or you're just offering this to her? And I'm not trying to sell her anything. Right. It's like you're giving her the samples, but you want to copy the results she might have. Yeah. I still think this is a negotiate. Okay. Um, which I feel like is a red and two purples. Failure with two advantages. She's willing to take your samples. She can't guarantee any results. She has been working on some Zerg things, maybe with this Protoss knowledge she's acquired recently. She might be able to help you out a little bit. She's got a project she's cooking up. Okay. Give me a give me a few more weeks, maybe. I might have something together. All right. I know when I originally acquired Aiden's blood, I said, I'm not going to sell this to Legion, but Legion is the best like science network I know. And now that we're actually friends with her. What about Dorf? Well, <laughs> I don't think optical researchers are what I need here. I suppose not. And those guys are jerks. What about Cerberus? Legion knows that Aiden's infested. Yes, yes. It all makes sense. Okay. You guys have a hearty breakfast. Uh, even Malorn will just need to eat. He's finally well enough to move without an IV, at least. Does he just come in for companionship? I would say yes, but he doesn't admit it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I like the idea that, that the Protoss version of an IV would just be like a flashlight that you walk around and like sun, sunshine down at you. Like a halo from your back. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You just have to wear a headlamp, but the headlamp is pointed into your face. Uh, yes, he comes in to spread, uh, you know, uh, cheer and goodwill. Like he does. Yeah. Have you completed your nutritional supplement yet? Mm-mm. Here, why don't you try some sweet tea, Malone? What form of drink is this? Why do my bones ache just looking at it? <laughs> it's all the sugar. Uh, he he will deign to try it, but this this is this is empty. 
What is this? <laughs> Lee June just kind of looks at him. Now that was rude. Might be high time for you to move on, fellow. I Are you well enough to fly today, Willie, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let me just see if Jimmy's still around, and uh, then I think I'll be ready to go. Uh, you make a call to Jimmy? I do. Uh, he was last on... Marsara. Marsara, correct, yes. Yeah, it's probably like a week since the liberation, or maybe a little more than that. I'm not sure how long yep. we were traveling or how long Malone is going. Sure, you get right through. This is Jimmy. This is Imogen. Ah, Imogen, little lady. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. We're going to be going on a little scouting mission soon. I'm wondering if you can put me in contact with Horner so that we know who specifically he's interested in pulling out of that prison on Corhal. Because that's Lily and I are going to be doing some prep work. Oh, yes. I appreciate it mightily, you. Doing some just, just some recon. I want to stress. Do not, please don't put yourself in danger trying to break somebody out. It's going to be a major operation. Uh, we know. I will do my best to restrain Lily. Uh, no, I got the couple of the names. Ah, all right then. And I say I have those. I, the GM, don't have those. Right, but Jimmy actually knows, so I don't. Jimmy has those, yeah. I don't need to talk to Horner. But it's like Jim Rayner, like he is literally like reading off a list. Oh, <laughs> he's got like some things that yeah, he scratched down. Like Matt said, this was important and this was important. Yeah. Uh, looks like, oh, we got here. What the hell kind of title is this? We'll skip that first part. All right. So he gives me a list. He gives you, he's got like two, three names, I should say. Okay. Three names of political prisoners. Of political prisoners. Yes. All right. Yeah. I don't know where they get these fancy titles. These were, I guess, people who were important during the Confederacy. That's, that's what I gather. Or they might've been important during the early Dominion. They piss off the wrong person. You get locked up. But uh, Matt seems to think they might have some good ideas. All right. And when we've found out what we can from our scouting, who do you want us to take the information to? He gives you a uh, drop on Core Hall. That you can physically, like a dead drop, you can leave it at. Okay. That they're going to be coming to Core Hall anyway. So that'd be the safest place to put it. All right, then. Yeah, and he wants to know, like, the status of those prisoners. Are they still there? Just confirmed. Uh, what's the overall force count? Like, what are the guards armed with? A simple set of, like, the layout. And if you can get, like, a full prisoner list, that'd be really helpful in case there's anyone else that can cross-check. They might be able to do a full prison break. They're not sure, because they gotta move quick. All right, we'll see what we can do. Much appreciated. You stay safe out there. Aye. Good luck with everything. No, luck ain't got nothing to do with it. He hangs up. All right. We got to drop Malorn at Dead Man's Rock, and then we got to head to Browder. Okay. Sh shove everyone onto your ship. Well, you know, the Protoss aren't breathing anyway, so... That... I mean, they respirate, though. They do need ox... Well, I don't know. I don't know how it works. We just turn on the, the tanning lamp station. Yeah, there you go. Your grow lamps. Just fluorescent lamps. That's right. Oh. Imogen's got one of those little, like, hydroponic things set up on the signs to, like, grow, like, micro... Oh, microgreens? Yeah, microgreens. Malor is taking that. Oh, yeah. It's your microgreen and protoss garden. All right, I would like just an average pilot check, but you have a black die because you're seriously hungover. 
Yeah, I have a knack for piloting, so I guess I wasn't lying when I said I was okay to pilot. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder how much Lily remembers. I wonder if she knows she got she got into the whiskey. Okay, she's not going to say anything. <laughs> Three successes and two advantages. No problem. Yeah, you know what? It actually feels good to fly a little bit. That's normal. Yeah, can I pass the two advantages to the next roll person, or is that only battle? It's not only battle, but... I mean, it takes you, like, 12 hours or something. It, it takes you the, the whole day oh, okay. to get the Dead Man's Port. So it's such a nice, relaxing ride. Yes, uh, Malorn is, like, recovering. He drank too much yesterday. Really? It's not on his IV anymore. <laughs> Carax is, I would say, asking you, Imogen, like, what is this world that we have to drop off him at? It's a Wallace Rock on the edge of Terran space. Mostly crashed things. Imogen would be leaving Malorn alone, but she would be trying to like engage Carax with like suck out whatever technical knowledge he possesses. Like he was supposed to do something with our ship security that he said he already took care of. Yep. But if there's anything else regarding Saffron that like I can extract from him. Ah. Just in terms of, like, I am perpetually trying to, like, soup things up yep, and not overload them. But specifically, like, I had an idea of can we use our defensive matrix to, like, encapsulate something so that it can't shoot out of it. Right. You're trying to invert it. Yeah. So that would be, like, a technical topic that I would want to discuss with him. Okay. So... Because for us... Protoss have, like, a lot of shield technology themselves. Yes, you could make this social combat if you wanted, or we just do a few rolls. It's up to you how involved you want it to be. I think just a few rolls would be fine. Okay. I would like you to open up with a charm check just to get in to open up a little bit. This is two purples. All right, well, he was asking me about Dead Man's Rock, so... Mm-hmm. We're, we're already having a nice, friendly conversation, and it only gets even friendlier when somehow... Okay, I was going to say, like, how can I have so many threats and so many triumphs? But it's because the dice are not rolling failures. That's why they're rolling threats. Yes. I have three threats. I have four successes, two of which are triumphs. I don't think we need social combat here. No. You have three threats. So if something, well, if we're handling things like just with one roll, like a possibility for the threats that's physical and not social would be we disable some part of the ship in the process of what we're working on. But if we're handling this with a variety of roles, then... I think we can handle it with one roll uh, at this point. You're talking about like, oh, you, you like pitch this idea to him and he gets way, he gets really into it. It's like, oh, that's a really interesting application of your, uh, your primitive shielding capabilities. I don't know why uh, we never thought of that kind of inversion before. Uh, and you're like flying through space as you do this. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, let's, uh, let's just take a look right now. Like, oh, like, let's just look at the system. Maybe they'll give us some ideas. And as you pitch your ideas to him that are well-informed, like scientific ideas, you point out like, well, there's this, this is exactly how it works. We just need to like reverse this polarity science uh, mumbo jumbo. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think your generator can do that if we just flick, 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 while you're moving in deep space. He implements the changes. And this is what requires Lily to make a hard pilot check as 
There are suddenly wild power fluctuations. Okay. Well, let's see. Ah, you're, you're eating the pretzels that Durian told you to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Three successes and a threat. Okay. Saffron takes one strain. As you manage to ride out just freak power fluctuations, some kind of weird nebula or something, maybe. You're not sure the exact source, Lily. I mean, these things happen. These things happen. Can I make a mechanics check to deal with that system strain? Yes, you absolutely can. I have that we already have one system strain. Did you already fix that? No, I failed that check. I okay, think. so or then I we have roll two. enough successes. Nor do I roll successes this time. Four advantages, but no success. Four advantages. You get a good understanding of what Karax did. He's much more dexterous than you would give a Protoss credit for. He's only have three fingers. Uh, but yes, he was able to very quickly reconfigure your defensive matrix. And it can work in either direction at your command. Ooh. So if you still, you still can't cast it on yourself. Right. But you could use it to encapsulate, to remove projectiles from coming out. Okay. And okay. is that like a maneuver to switch its mode? Or is that just you can do either thing with it? I think you, I mean, you have two triumphs. I think it's just you can do either thing with it. Okay. It still counts as doing that thing. Does that consume any credits? Does not consume credits. It's not. I don't have to put quarters in to make it work. <laughs> it demands a credit every time, yes. Did you say we have some increased security stuff that I should put on there, or is that just narrative? No, you do have increased security. It is uh, two reds and a purple to break into your your ship now. So we have received payment for rescuing him. <laughs> After a fashion, yes. Carex says your ship is actually quite relatively versatile for its very limited power capabilities. It's an interesting uh, restricted space to have to work in. Like I talked with him about how, like since he mentioned the limited power, like how I kick up the whatever the power generator is called into overdrive periodically, but I can only make it go. For he yeah he definitely like cautions you like that's that's a very dangerous thing to do. You're liable to overtax your system. Oh well. Do you think there's anything we could do with this? And I like I drag in the the power armor reactor. Maybe the understanding of that fissile uh, reactors is not my. Do you think we can network these? I don't think that's a networking problem. You have a power distribution problem. I suspect these are of different systems. All right, so we'd need some sort of buffer. Accumulator type situation. Uh, yes, you would need some more equipment to make this work together. Okay. Uh, but potentially, yes, that could give you another use. I don't see how to just uh, reconfigure it, though, right now, as these are incompatible systems. All right, so we, we sketch out some plans for bridging and resistors and stuff. Yeah, he's definitely like frustrated at several points. Like, I do apologize. I no normally have to work on just uh, paper. A full hollow display is really uh, makes this much easier. Are there any systems like that here? Uh, no, you do not have a full hollow display. You have a like projector that can show you the video screen, which is pretty cool, but not a full 3D hollow display. No. We have the music. If you want to turn that on. Oh yeah, you have Zerg radio. We also have <sighs> the elevator music that just Saffron has that we found. Right. <laughs> uh, I think you get to Dead Man's Rock. I would like a hard... Oh, we were just going to open the door and kick Malorn out. <sighs> or is this a hard perception check to find where he parked? <laughs> uh, no, he can remember where he parked, thankfully. It's a section where there's multiple Protoss ships that have crashed. 
Oh, Protoss ships. Yes, there's a few. Last time we were here, we weren't able to find any Protoss stuff. Didn't know where to look. Well, if there's if we know there's Protoss ships, then then that's then we're not leaving this planet today. Yeah. Maybe. Uh do give me a hard pilot check to land successfully. Three successes and two advantages. This time, no problem. Able to land on a nice flat surface. Uh yes, there seem to be a few Protoss uh ships, not a ton, but only a few are here. And you can just barely make out that yes, one of them is Malorn's ship. The others are Rex? Yes, absolutely. He's so clever. Lauren goes up to his ship, just gives it a good check. Thankfully, it hasn't been desecrated by any filthy hands around here. Can we go look at his ship? Sorry, Lily, you wanted to look at his ship? Yeah, she just wants to come out and look at it again. Yeah, you absolutely can gawk at his ship. I'm being, like, frivolous. I just want to go look at Malorn's ship. Jen had the more important thing, I'm sure. (laughs) Possibly. Jen, what were you saying? You're going to be okay on your own for a couple weeks? I will be as okay as I can be. I still need to heal. I have need to recollect a few things I may have hidden around. If you can work on some sort of uh, voice synthesizer, that could be useful. Distasteful, but useful. You're already putting your distasteful skin on. I appreciate your commentary. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I'll give him a pat, couple pats on the back. Yes. Take well. You too. I shall see you on Core Hall in two weeks. I hope you do not die in that time. Right back at you. He hops up, hops up into his ship. It's very sleek. Pulls out. Blasts off. Does one loop to loop on the way out. Lily will admire the ship. Imogen will turn her attention to the crashed ship nearby. Karax, now that Malorn is gone, feels a little more comfortable. Like, oh, this planet is disgusting. What have you done to this world? We didn't do this. A new Terrans, I mean. You should come to Amorja sometime. It's beautiful and well-maintained by the Terrans that are there. Did you take all your trash from there and put it here? Oh, the very, the very air is toxic. Burns. Then get yeah. back in the ship. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely will. Oh, we should not linger here. I would like to get back to my people. All right, all right. We'll be there in a moment. But you want to do some poking around. Yeah, Legion wants stuff, and there's a Protoss wreck here. Okay, give me a hard perception check. If you do want to work together, you can. Yeah. That is what we are for. It's our salvage operation. And I'm pretty sure that I owe Imogen. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm lucky not to be in major trouble right now. So whatever Imogen wants. <laughs> well, you've got two ranks of perception? Yeah, two. And then the whatever for being close to me bonus. Wow. No successes or failures rolled at all. One threat. Not today, Lee June. Yeah, you think a strain. There's this has been picked clean already. It's just like a Protoss hull. Yeah, it is just a shell, and you think, oh, maybe these metals are really like no, they've been like ruined by this atmosphere. They've been here too long. Alright. Yeah, clearly this is a very popular plate. Protoss tech, obviously gotta be super valuable. It has been picked clean already. 
the dice protect you from having to suddenly give us nice things. <laughs> All right, then we can hop in the ship and take the overnight to Browder. Blast off. Uh, finally get some sleep, I think, as you take another couple days to get to Browder. Icy snow world. How many days of hit points is it? <laughs> uh, you get two hit points back. All right. Just in case I do something dumb on this planet. You know, it has happened before. <laughs> is there a planet Lily hasn't done something dumb on? Not, not so much on Dead Man's Rock. That's true. That's true. You're pretty well behaved there. Surprisingly. Uh, yes, and as before, like even when you get close to the planet, you get hailed uh, by some Protoss. Do we have some sort of appropriate response? Like, yes, Karax is... He's right there. And he tries to put through, like, uh, Noble Templar, it's, it's me, Karax. These Terrans have rescued me. And uh, on the other side, you hear the Protoss, like, person whoever, like, handles the comms or whatever. Like, Karax? I can't believe you. We thought you had uh, died out in the snow. I don't recall how he got kidnapped if that came out. No, he didn't. He never told us. At which point, Imogen's like, were you nabbed off Browder itself? Well, I was experimenting with some cloaking technology, and I kind of went off grid for... That's not important. This is like the Egon Statman of Protoss? Uh, yes, yes it is. He's a little bit more together. Less of a drug problem? Wasn't that Egon? Yes, less of a drug problem. <laughs> uh, it's Templar is, is kind of having some fun at uh, Karax's expense, though. Managed to get yourself off-world to be rescued by Terrans. Well, we are glad you're back. I'm sure you've got a pile of uh, research you'll need to catch up on. Terran Vessel, you're cleared to land. Uh, don't try anything. We also have a delivery for Solidus. Oh. Oh, you're that Terran? He's like, he's looking up some log or something now. You're that Terran Vessel. Yes, sir. Science Vessel Saffron. Very well. Well, still, don't try anything. Yep, uh, and he gives you clearance to land. Alright. Uh, come through the cold, icy planet towards like little Protoss uh, station there. Little landing zone. There is a group of, not warriors per se, uh, but well, they are Templar of some form. Uh, they're armored, but they're not side blades out or anything. They're there to greet you. Karax comes out immediately. They see to him. They don't exchange words. They don't have to. Question. Yes. Is he still wearing the fedora? Is he still wearing the fedora? The fancy outfit, or does he relinquish that when he's returning to his people? Well, it's cold outside. Do products yeah. feel cold? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I feel like the ridiculous outfit must have some fur on it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. On the jacket. 100%. There like, a, in the edging. There was a stole also, I think. Was there? Oh, I love this outfit. Uh, I think he's got it as he comes out. Uh, and then he realizes, he, like, rushes back, like, thank you very much for these garments. I won't be uh, needing them anymore. But I very much appreciate you for rescuing me, keeping me uh, safe, getting me back to my people. I kind of get Malorn in these things. <laughs> New mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I'm sure Solendis will want to want to, want to to talk to you. I need I have to go get checked out. I do all the usual kind of things. But it's so good to be back. <sighs> good luck. It's like being able to, maybe you think of it like being able to breathe again. You're holding your breath for a long time. Oh, it's good. Oh, because he's back connected to the Kala. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
he heads off. Uh, a few of the Templars stay out there. And they say, the commander will see you then. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators. Set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.